All right, so one really quick thing, right before we get into the podcast, we actually just filmed um, some things I want to note. So if you're watching on YouTube, you're able to scrub down through the bottom of the video and the topics that we chat about will be split up into chapters. Um, uh, so scrub, if you just want to jump ahead, that's 100% okay with me. Welcome back to episode three of This Side of Heaven. I'm we... Paris. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm jumping the gun. I'm Paris. I'm Colin. Uh, yeah, and we just had a, well, I mean, I could just go, I'm like sweating. We just had some major malfunctions with audio and video and like getting the tripod set up. I'm like sweating bullets. It's so hot. <laughs> So it is really hot in here, though. Yeah. Then, like, that's why. So You just have, like, a drip down. coming down the side of your face towards yeah, the video. Sweat. It's like when you just work out, though. When you, wear a, uh, when you wear a baseball hat, you know how, like, it gets so hot up there and you have to, like, oh, push yeah. it back when you work yeah, out? Like, yeah. It's either that or you just, like, wear it all the way down and just accept oh. it. And I'm not even sweating, like, what we're even going to chat about tonight. <laughs> it's just, like, hot in here. We just had... We're just a little, we're a little bit behind schedule. We're just a little bit. What but is we'll your number one thing? What? What is your number one thing? You hate being rushed. Oh yeah, well, I hate being rushed. I do I'm, too though. Like yeah. when I'm trying to go somewhere, if I'm being rushed, I feel like it just ruins the mood. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I was just like rushing myself. So, cause I mean, we are, we're kind of filming this like last minute. Cause we yeah, have a big trip. I know, we finally get to see our wedding venue. Yeah, finally after, like when did we even pick that? In October, I think it was. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a couple while. months, almost yeah. like six months. Yeah, I know. Even yeah, longer. Well, I mean, uh, we can talk about that. Yeah, we'll get to that at the end. Yeah. We're definitely excited for that. For sure. There's two big things that we're excited about this week, that and something else. One of our favorite shows is coming out with a new oh, season. Right. Yep. yep. Should we chat about, about that, that now or later? <laughs> no, no, later. 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 <laughs> the light stuff can yeah. come later. <laughs> yeah, leave a comment if you, can, if you can guess what show. I think we already, it's on Netflix. So, hey, if you want to do season. some research and look around and see what comes out this week. I think this is season four now. Kind of cheat on it. But that might be, that might kind of give it away season four. Yeah, season four. Yeah, it's a really good show. Or I we mean, should say comment your favorite character actually, why, or your well, favorite yeah, person on the show. But the show we like kind of has something to do with our just Oh, our it does. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, like a little bit. There's a little bit of mm-hmm. a relationship there. <laughs> you like what I did there? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but anyway, um, welcome back to episode three uh, of This Side of Heaven. We um, <laughs> Wait, I, <laughs> when you said This Side of Heaven, I was about to say, welcome back to episode three of This Is Us. <laughs> this is us. Yeah, that's not the show we're like, looking oh, wait, to this week. I'm like, I looked at you like, wait, I think you said the wrong thing. And I, I was like, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I have to get used us. to the title before I can actually... Yeah. No, that that's what we named this podcast. Well, anyway, welcome back. Mm-hmm. Um, we appreciate you being here and listening. Uh, if you could like and comment and subscribe and follow, we'll have all of our uh, all of our links down below um, in the in the description. So everything to follow, share, like, whatever, it'll all be down there. So if you if you could do that, that would be great. Feel like my speech impediment is going to come out a lot here tonight because because you're not I'm breathing just tired. and you're rushing. Yeah, I'm rushing. I'm not Long tired. Day I just got to remember to <laughs> relax. Yes, I golfed today too, so I'm a little tired. I got the rosy red cheeks. Like those probably won't go away because I was outside in the sun all day because it was really nice out. But yeah. But anyway, um, we actually have a good show today uh, for you guys. So we're um, well. Actually, I'll let you. I'll let you introduce the first. What do you want to talk about first? We have. We have two main things that we want to talk about. We can just dive into you. <laughs> dive into the yeah, heavy first. We Oh my gosh, the heavy. Well, yeah, because we'll talk about that and then yeah, I feel like our second thought kind of works off of that. So, yeah. Yeah. um we brought up in our I think we brought it up in what our first episode and our second episode, we talked a little bit about addiction and that's one of your bigger struggles along with my OCD yeah. and what that means for us and how it alters your yeah, life sure. in some way, shape or form. But I think it's um, how you move forward 
you know, through, as life goes on and how you adjust with it. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, that's something that we could definitely talk about because I, as we were going to also talk about social media and how that plays a role in a lot of things yeah. that people struggle with nowadays, just in what you see and what's shoved in your face and down your throat on a yeah. daily basis. I feel like unless you don't have social media altogether, um, that's pretty much the only way to get away from it. But I think now in today's world, if you don't have social media, you're not connected with anybody. You kind of feel like a loner. So you have to almost have it by default. But I think that the way that people use it can, it can be over the top and can also lead into maybe a downward spiral or (laughs) negative path. I think it depends. I mean, we have been watching videos of Things that people do online. What was, what did we just watch? You made me watch that whatever video of the girls that. Oh, are, uh, from the whatever podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And they talked to them about relationships and they were asking, what's your longest relationship and yeah. how serious or, you know, what does your significant other think of you being on OnlyFans or oh, yeah. <laughs> being yeah. an adult entertainer and what does yeah, that mean for your relationship? Relationships. So it's like mainly. It's like mainly relationships and dating, but it's this like Southern California guy. Um, they're out in LA and he brings on like polar opposites of the like political and social spectrum. And mm-hmm. like they talk about dating and relationships. So you could yeah. only guess how that goes. I think I noticed Which, though, like if you guys want to watch it, I, it's extremely, extremely interesting. Mm-hmm. It like is, whatever side you're on. Yeah. It's, just it's interesting, interesting to see the different yeah. walks of life because I was thinking that when I was seeing the younger females on there and talking about their relationships, I was thinking, okay, maybe it's just an age thing, but then they would have people on the opposite side and this, they were the same age and they had completely different viewpoints on a relationship and how they interact with the opposite sex. Um, So it just was really interesting to me to see. I don't think it had to do with age at all. It's just depends on, you know, what you value most in life. But I did notice a common denominator was no matter the age, even from like 19 to like what that lady was 36 years old, none of them had a relationship over a year and a half, which was really interesting to me. I felt like you would normally hear some people are in like a couple year relationship or have at least a one long-term relationship, but everyone would say anywhere from like six months to a year and a half. And that yeah. was the longest. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it's so much different from whenever like our parents were younger. They mm-hmm. would, you know, like you date for what, like, like three to six months, yeah. and then, then you get married, married. <laughs> and you would really only mm-hmm. date one person. And yeah. I mean, now it's just like I feel like people go through like year, year and a half relationships, and mm-hmm. then they just go on to the next like year, yeah. year and a half relationship. I it's think just, too, uh, like even if you watch, cycle. even it kind of goes in with the topic that we're chatting about later. But I think it goes in with. We watch Married at First Sight and how they try and yeah. pair them, but I think it's yeah. so interesting in relationships we'll nowadays. We'll tie all this back to you know, the, like the social media thing and like <laughs> yeah. addiction and all that. But, but I think that I that... just let her ramble because it's normally pretty good, whatever <laughs> she has to say. No, so I think that that is so important to mention just because I feel like relationships are so different even we were saying like in middle school to high school to our age now like you being 31 and me being 28 just seeing the difference in how people interact we were saying remember the other night we were laying in bed just saying what it was like texting people in middle school on a flip phone on t9 and you would send like maybe five to ten words but now it's just so different and like even I know my sister, she grew up babysitting and she would babysit kids that had TikTok and were oh, or had cell were phones like when they were young. Eight. Yeah. They and were, it was like, just like crazy. it was the craziest stuff. Yeah. I remember. I remember I was excited when I got my first phone in. Oh my gosh, I was in 10th grade. I you think were in 10th grade. Yeah, it was I late. think I was in fourth grade. It was really late. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember, remember my. How did you get so your first late. phone? Huh? How did you get your first phone? Your parents just said, here you go. Uh, no, I actually got mine for Christmas. Me yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, me and my Wait, cousin. How, did your, par- like, how did your parents give it to you? I got it from Santa. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> it was from Santa. Delivered straight from the North Pole. Right from the North Pole. It was a, 
It was a Verizon right from the north. Mine was a, remember Verizon when the chocolate buttons. was so big and the yeah. envy? Yeah. Oh my God. The, I didn't have Verizon. I had AT&T yeah. and I always remember thinking like, I'm so jealous of the Verizon people. I had the, I, yeah. we both, well, I had the Razor and then we had Blackberry. Remember the Blackberries were the best? Yeah. I yep. thought that was so cool to have a BlackBerry, but it was like IBM. it was like the working yeah. phone. You would always Crazy. see like the work people with their, <laughs> with their Bluetooth headphones, and then they always had a BlackBerry. Yeah, it was like the most official work phone. Yeah, right. yeah it was like the coolest thing to have one of those like you know like the Bluetooth headset <laughs> thing here. Yeah, but it always but, came down. It was like you're ordering a burger at like yeah, McDonald's, and you see all at, like a fast food <laughs> place. No, but yeah, no. I mean, like the world just goes. It, it's like it's wild just about like social media and phones and like how. It's how fast everything that is, like nowadays, it's just so fast and amplified, I think is the mm -hmm. right word. And then like to tie back to what you were saying is like, you know, everything is so fast and, and like literally at like at your fingertips, like the world is mm -hmm. that I think you have to find a way for like you to make it work for your life. And everyone's mm -hmm. a little bit different, you know, like when it comes to things like I struggle with addiction or I mean, like I don't. Nowadays, you know, it's, I've been, you know, like I've been lucky and I've like worked on it, but I know that I'm naturally addicted, to, you, you know, like two things, like, like whether that's like food or alcohol or, you know, just like whatever. Um, I've just made it work in my life where I've just noticed like <laughs> triggers or like my mood will change and I just, I know how to manage things that are like really fast paced and, mm -hmm. you know, like they give me a dopamine hit. Mm -hmm. So I just know how to manage it um, a little bit better. Yeah. I, would I like think, to think, I mean, I think that that's such a good point that you say too, though, because I think that when you witness someone that's famous and it happens like that, yeah. and the rush that they get, I think that's why a lot of them choose a path that they choose because it's just completely overwhelming and they're just like overstimulated yeah. with so many things that mm -hmm. I couldn't even imagine what that life would be like going from like a regular person to all of a sudden just like overnight well, being so well, famous and literally written into the algorithms of all these platforms we use it's like you know it once it learns what you like so say you like to look at pets and animals mm -hmm. and like you look at that all the time it'll it'll just throw that in your face like constantly mm -hmm. like just to keep you on the app because yeah. it is a hit you know to your brain where it's like ooh that's a really good mm -hmm. thing like my brain likes that so you just get hit with that and over and over and over again so that's it's just it's you know what is it it's it's like retraining your brain but then mm -hmm. also kind of like retraining the algorithm cuz i've yeah. i've had to do that where i've like retrained my algorithms mm -hmm. to like show me things that are um like that i can learn from and mm -hmm. that are just good for my brain yeah so i'm not you know i'm not completely overwhelmed with just a, like you know a whole bunch of nonsense mm -hmm. that yeah but i think most bad. apps are more I don't know how to phrase it. <laughs> I think they're geared towards a male audience. Like most apps, if you think about it, yeah. like we've always well, talked well, about media this. Social it's, it's easier. So I have my thoughts on this. I mean, I can get into it. It's, you know, just in the world, it's always been true, like all throughout time that, you know, sex sells mm -hmm. and that the female body is easier to sell to a man rather than a male body to a female. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of females out there, like including you, it's like nice to see like a fit dude or, you know, a good looking guy. But I feel like the difference between male and a female is that we're very visually um, hooked and like we get, mm -hmm. like we get stimulated more by uh, the physical features of a female than you would of that of mm -hmm. a man. So when that goes online and it's like in your face all the time, it's so easy. Like it's so easy to get, you know, lost in that kind of content where mm -hmm. you're like, you know, like that is your algorithm. Yeah. And like you open up Instagram, you open up your mm -hmm. TikTok, your YouTube, and like you just get thrown just female after female after female. True. And you're like, yeah, it's just a bad, uh, it's a I cycle. Mean, it's, it's awful. I mean, why do you think I want a puppy so bad? <laughs> Oh, we yeah, have Winston, but that's all I see. I mean, it's yeah, like, well, and that's like pretty much it's always those videos. It's like when I brought, pets. 
It's always says when I brought the brother or the sister home, when I bought my dog a dog. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you love this. I do. That's all my Instagram is. Yeah. But Dogs. I mean, if like we can jump into addiction if you want, it's I'm sure that's what the people want to hear. It's, <laughs> it's most likely it, it'll it'll be the meat of this podcast. Um, I think video. That, I mean, just to not like yeah, I had a few people even say like, oh, I didn't know that Colin was or is an addict. I mean, yeah, and I can get into that. Like, I'm not ashamed of saying that I'm an addict because it's you know, that's the very first step mm-hmm. in like either recovering or just making a step is to admit that you're an addict Mm -hmm. and that can be so hard for people i mean it was hard for me i'm extremely extremely oh yeah i mean i would say but it took you years i mean when i first met you i would have had no idea yeah you were you did such a good job yeah you do a really good job at hiding it yeah and i'm not saying that in a negative way but i'm just saying i literally would have had no idea until i really got to know you and understand you you. yeah no i agree especially people that you're close with and people that you see on a daily basis not even that i mean you could go to work every day and no one would have any idea unless you come to work drunk but (laughs) i mean other than that you're right if there's someone that you care about and they can (laughs) i would be so talkative on the phone i'd be like Hey, this is Paris. How are you doing? I would be asleep. (laughs) Oh my God. I would talk so much more. I feel like I'd be so loosey goosey. Oh my gosh. My speech impediment is so bad when I drink. Yeah, but I can't even tell, which is so weird. You think that I think naturally because you're like more observant of it. I try 20 times harder in my speech, like when I'm drinking. You're like trying to be more aware. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Oh no. I just am like, I could say anything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But addiction, I mean, that's, it's like, I think. I don't know. Like I've been trying to think about how I would want to start this to, because I don't know if I want to approach it as like me offering advice or like me like explaining what I do and how I manage it. Mm-hmm. Or like yeah. it's. I mean, because I've watched a lot of videos on like you know how to how to conquer your addiction mm-hmm. and like learning like learning to live with addiction and all that. But I mean, I, mean, I think it. I'm, I think I a always, good way to share it would be where your mindset was and how it switched and where it is now, because we talked about that the other day. And I think that that's that's really useful to talk about because you used to talk about how you would try and give something up, but you knew you couldn't. And then like you would go right back to it. Like you never actually made the switch in your mind that you wanted to give it up. You just kind of went through the motions, but then actually, like I said, you could talk the talk, but you couldn't walk the walk. And then once you made the actual decision, how that changed, I think that that's a really good way to, give an overall picture for yeah. someone who doesn't understand because from someone in my shoes when I first figured out that you had an addiction I didn't understand it remember you would try and tell me but it like or we would try and talk about it but I yeah. would just be like I don't understand but I think over time from an addict like from an ad- addict's uh, perspective and mindset I hid a lot from you because I was just ashamed of it and I was embarrassed and I also wanted to keep doing what I was doing mm-hmm. and I mean, I wanted to change, but then I wasn't ready to, you know, like mm-hmm. fully give it up. So like, I didn't give you mm-hmm. all the details. Like I, I think I gradually did over time, mm-hmm. but in the beginning it was just kind of like, it was extremely, extremely spotty with, you know, how I, tr- you know, how I truly felt and like where I was because I was just, I was in the woods, mm-hmm. I was, you know, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, I mean, like whenever I would, I would struggle on it's like it's a shame or like I'm ashamed to say it now but it was almost like an escape for me Mm -hmm. where if anything you know I've I've had some traumas in my life and I would say they're uh, significant Mm -hmm. you know like in my early childhood in in my early childhood Um, so it was a way for me to escape and as it's weird because as hard headed as I am and like this really shows the power of addiction and like how easy it is to like fall into something that I'm extremely hard headed. Like, mm-hmm. you know that like if I put my mind to something, I can do it. But it was also so easy for me just to escape because mm-hmm. in a way I was almost lazy and I wasn't like, mm-hmm. I was lazy in the sense that I never really sought out a like productive or, you know, positive alternative to the mm-hmm. 
things that I was running yeah, away Yeah, you didn't with. have a positive outlet. You always would say that. Yeah, I never really had a positive outlet, whether that was like me running, like running to play video games mm-hmm. or running to play video games plus drink at the same time mm-hmm. or, you know, like um, nicotine is a thing in my life that, you know, I've, I've struggled with since, I mean, I had a chew like for the first time in like eighth grade, mm-hmm. I think. Cause like me and my friends, like we were younger and they had older brothers who were in high school and like we were, you know, like we were the jocks and their older brothers, like they played hockey. Mm-hmm. So it was like a huge thing with hockey players. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I mean like it's been years. Um, so like, th- you know, like things like that I would run to, to escape like hard times, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was, it was just like this mental escape because I mean, I, I'm an overthinker. So anything that was hard in my life, I would just overthink, overthink, and my brain would just be, Mm -hmm. like, fried. So then I would want to escape. And, yeah, it's just – it was an easy way to escape. It was Mm -hmm. just – and then – Yeah, it's almost like a Band-Aid. It's just, like, a quick fix for the time being. But long-term, it's not sustainable. Yeah. So, I mean, I I think my two biggest things were alcohol Mm -hmm. and then – like women, like porn mm-hmm. and like women, like in general, like whether I'm like looking at them online or, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And I mean, it's so weird that I'm able to share this on camera because I was mm-hmm. always like, I'm only going to tell you and like, we'll just keep it mm-hmm. private and, you know, like n- not even tell my own family. Yeah. But, uh, surprise, surprise. Like now you guys know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like one of those things. It's like, all the videos that I've watched that mm-hmm. have like helped me, you know, recover and like stay, like stay on the straight and narrow. <clears throat> they've all had like something in common where it's like all these, all these people I've watched, they've been super vulnerable mm-hmm. and they've shared things that, cause it makes you, if there's anyone out there um, who also has, you know, a hard time handling these things, like you're not alone and you don't have to worry or like, you don't have mm-hmm. to be afraid that you're alone. You're like, you're, you know like Mm -hmm. you're not the first one to ever go through it and you're also Mm -hmm. not the last well yeah there's a whole pool of people like mm -hmm. us out there and i mean everybody has their thing which i even mentioned i mean you can't compare ocd to addiction but in the same sense like everybody has their thing that bothers them or that kind of has the capability to control your life like anxiety or you know things like that where it's like even though mentally it's really hard to overcome those things, you have the capability to do that. And I think you mentioning you being stubborn, I think that that's such a a good thing to, or it's so true and so telling because I used to always say that about you. I'm like, you're the most stubborn, hard-headed person that I know. And I'm like, if there's anybody that can overcome or work through it, it's you. And I think that even then you never wanted to hear that. But then as you got older, I think that, you started to realize it yourself. But I mean, I could see it from an outside perspective, but it's like anything, even I would remember like, excuse me, friends. I had (laughs) like, I know I had air. (laughs) It was like, it's normally like someone asks you something and you can give your advice, but a lot of times people don't learn unless they go through it themselves and feel the pain or feel the repercussion of what that is. And then you're like, okay, I can learn from it. But if I told you don't do this or don't do this or this is going to have this outcome, you're like, okay, whatever. It's like anything yeah. you tell a toddler, the same thing. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. You have to learn that, well, that yourself. Just and I think it's like you, you have to want to change for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, oh, yeah, you no can't. one else is going to mm-hmm. make you change. They might help you change, but mm-hmm. you have to make that choice yourself to be like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I need to make changes in my life in mm-hmm. order to like, it's, like you're not even changing to like impress anyone. It's literally just to be healthier just mm-hmm. in your brain. And, you know, just every day you live, you just wake up happier mm-hmm. and you just wake up healthier. Like, I mean, like you're still going to have bad days, but mm-hmm. the bad days are going to be way less bad mm-hmm. when you have a handle on whatever you have a hard time handling in your life. It's, it's mm-hmm. like now that I'm kind of, I'm on this other side, I'm not on the other side. Because, like, there's one thing that I've learned is that you'll, I will always be an addict. So, or I'll, I'll have addictive 
tendencies in my life. Mm-hmm. It's um, which I mean, I'm an addict, so it's like I can easily get, I can get sucked into things, and then you know, like kind of float there. Mm-hmm. And but like now that so like moving from how I used to be into how I am now is I'm just hyper aware of how I used to be mm-hmm. and mainly the the triggers or the everyday routines that I you know like that I do now and I've altered I, I mean I've altered the way I've lived so you know like when it comes to like women on the internet I'm hyper aware of like you know what well, one, like I've I, like I've retrained my algorithms. Mm-hmm. So I would spend like an hour on Instagram, like just looking at sports or like pets or news. And I would just do that for like weeks. And mm-hmm. I like retrained the algorithm because I was like, I like being on Instagram, but I don't like having all this like model content thrown at me all the time. Mm-hmm. So I just retrained it that way. And... um for like alcohol, you know, that for example, I only drink on the weekends now and Mm -hmm. I treat that as a reward. And I didn't, you know, like there might be some people who quit, you know, like completely and just cold turkey and it would work for you. Mm -hmm. But I'm so like, I'm so strong headed that I enjoy having an alcoholic beverage Mm -hmm. every once in a while. So I almost wanted to make it a challenge where I'm like, okay, if I can go Sunday through Thursday night without drinking, I can treat it as like a prize or like a reward on a Friday night. Mm -hmm. So like I've retrained my brain that way where I view alcohol alcohol as a reward in my life, Mm -hmm. not this thing that I run to. And this everyday thing where yeah. I'll just drink like just because, because mm-hmm. then I know if I do that, I won't be able to stop because yeah. I do like it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that I, I've made these efforts to change the way I live my life and like in practical ways that mm-hmm. I can manage and I don't know, like maybe I'm rambling. No, I think that that is such a good way to put (laughs) Winston. I think that that's such a good way to describe it because I feel like, I mean, I even said that too when you are, when you're in your, um, when you were in the phase of like struggling more, I would definitely realize that you were more disconnected and you were almost preoccupied yeah, all the time. Yeah. yeah. And you can definitely tell, I mean, when you yeah, love like you someone and you time like to have whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. But when you of... love someone and you know how they are and you know, like when they're acting normal or when they're themselves or when they're giving a hundred percent, you can tell a difference even as little as what I said to you the other day. Remember when oh, you were coming yeah. home from, cause you had said like for almost two weeks, you were just feeling like, not you were like kind of just feeling like empty or just a little bit down on yourself yeah or you were just kind of struggling a little bit and then I said I had noticed probably like a week and a half or two weeks ago that you were just not pulling away but you were just being a little bit different like not yourself you weren't really present and then you came home from golf and normally you would call me on the way home when I said you didn't call (laughs) it was just one time yeah but I could tell going off the deep end no I didn't say you're going off the deep end but I could just tell that you were not yourself in that in that like little time span and then we talked about it and you've been fine since but I think from someone on the receiving side it's hard to understand or know not like where your place is. I don't think that that's the right way to put it, but how to be there and be supportive when you know someone or care about someone that struggles with any type of addiction, whether it's minimal, like something very small or something that's like it controls your life because you, you know, you can be supportive and sometimes that just doesn't work. You can love someone from afar and, you know, because sometimes loving someone closely that has an addiction, it can just tear you apart because you want better for their life. 
I'm not yeah. necessarily speaking in her sense, but I'm saying like, as I yeah, gave the example like earlier, someone that- to help others. Yeah, and I'm yeah. saying like the example of someone that maybe is an alcoholic and they come to work drunk or they come to a family event or every time you see them, they're just belligerent. And it's like, okay, you know, I would, yeah. I know you could be so much better than this type of thing. Yeah, but I that's hard the, because it's like, like you said, you have to want to make the switch in your mind and you're just- you have to overall want it for yourself. Well, I mean, like what, you know, the triggers for me were or like the trigger point in my life is I was like, I was, I was tired of being tired. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether that's like legitimately like sleepy or like just feeling down on myself or, mm-hmm. you know, like mentally exhausted just of like thinking of how to hide that from you Mm -hmm. and like hide it from others that I was just, I was, I was, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm -hmm. That's all it was. And it's like, I needed to change because I mean, one, I know better. And two, I want to be a better man for you and for, you know, like your family and my family and Mm -hmm. others. Cause I'm, I think what I was also afraid of was like, not being a hundred percent of the human being that I know that I'm capable Mm -hmm. of being and like that, like the untapped potential because it's easy just to go through the motions of a day and, you know, just get by in order to do those harmful things in your life. Mm -hmm. And like, that's kind of what I was doing, but I was just, I was, I was tired of that. I was Mm -hmm. like, I just, I, I want to like push myself as far as I can go mm-hmm. and like truly see how happy I could be. And well, I don't know, like the quote in NF song, it's like the shoot. I like lost my train of thought because I was going, I had like, I had like three different thoughts going on in my head. Um, yeah. It was like reaching your full potential and, trying to I'm trying to remember because like there is a line in one of the NF songs that I love I'll probably think of it but yeah I just wanted to like see how far I could push myself mm-hmm. and well, like, the best who, who I truly am yeah and the best example that you gave was the example you gave me the other day of being on the elliptical and why you push your body so hard and how oh, that correlates yeah. to you when we work out yeah, because I'm always like, oh, you know, it's like a leisure thing. I'm just like, oh, yeah. I'm just like going at my own pace. Nice. And I'm like, you know, I just worked out today. I got my heart rate up. Yeah. <laughs> That's all that matters. But like the way you do it is like, I swear your elliptical is about to take off. I look over and you're going so fast. I'm like. And then, yeah, it's at the end of the workout too. I, yeah, so. But I think I give, the, like the analogy and like the thought behind that is just overcoming and like powering through but like you have control and i think that you said that when like you have thoughts or when you're like stressed or whatever your mentality when you work out is like it's giving more when you don't think you have anything yes and i think that that's like the best way to put it is just that like wraps it up because and also like those little victories like i think this is important like to interrupt you Mm -hmm. those little victories like you'd think that when you push through on the elliptical, when you're at the end of the workout and you have like three minutes left and you go all out for three minutes when you think that your like legs are going to fall off, but you end up making it through mm-hmm. and through like you make it sh- through stronger than you thought you could mm-hmm. at the end of that. It just gives you, you know, motivation, encouragement, f- like to do more. Like mm-hmm. cause you're like, oh, wow, I really didn't think that I was able to push through that. Yeah. But like you like you have the mental fortitude like to push mm-hmm. through and it's it's like I'll take that high like that high mm-hmm. over any other high any day because it's just it's it's like in your brain and you're like I can't wait to feel that again because mm-hmm. it's you know like it's something that I I doubted mm-hmm. I could do but I actually did it and it's it's and it's also just healthy for you. Yeah. You know, working out is just good for you. So you're like, okay, I was able to push through that. That's really mm-hmm. cool. And I think too, it's, I mean, no matter what you do in life, it doesn't even have to be 
addiction wise, it just, no matter what you do, you're always going to have to do things in life that you don't love. Oh, for like, sure. You're, no oh. matter what it is. Yeah. I mean, even if like working out, I know that that has like a greater overall, like, but who ad- actually loves <laughs> to work out? No, no one. No one. Well, loves I guess it. some people like to yeah, run there because are they feel. Yeah, love I it, wish but. I was one of those people, but I feel yeah. like. But love it to the point where it's like you would work out over like having sex, like you know, like one of like the best things in life. Like, yeah, no. no one wants to it's, just get out there and run. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like you might really like it, but it's not like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes people think that it. <laughs> that was kind of a clear. weird example. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes people say it helps clear their mind. I mean, everybody has their own yeah. thing, though. Like some people like to read, some people like to watch a show, like whatever it is to disconnect. Yeah. I think that it looks different for each person, but you just have to find what works for you. I mean, you could sit here until you're blue in the face and give examples like this is what worked for me, but it might not work for the next ten people. But I think the most encouraging message, though, is that. No matter where you're at, it doesn't like it's never too late to get on the right path or to make that change because oh, yeah. even if you think that you don't have it in you, you definitely do. If you don't feel like the support of even a friend or a family member, there's still people out there that necessarily maybe struggle with the same thing or do support you behind closed doors, even though you think that they don't and want yeah. the best for you no matter what. So I think that that's a good way because sometimes I feel like people are like, Maybe they don't have loved ones or, you know, maybe they lost one. They're like, this is just, this works for me. This is, Mm -hmm. you know, this makes me feel better. But there's always something, you know, better out there for you than Mm -hmm. that alternative. I mean, I think that, no, go ahead. No, and you're, there's, you know, there's so many stages in life where Mm -hmm. you're an adolescent and then you're a, like, late teen, early 20s, mid 20s, and like there's all the all the stages of life, they mm-hmm. all change and they're all a little bit different. So, I mean, there's never a wrong or right time mm-hmm. to make a change in your life because, you know, a couple of years ago, it would have looked a little bit different had mm-hmm. I worked it out. Like we weren't even close to getting married. So it was mm-hmm. just a different, you know, it was like yeah. a different phase in your life. But say you're mm-hmm. a 48 year old dad and you have like three kids mm-hmm. and like, you know, changing for your kids might be a good idea Mm -hmm. or your wife, you know, and like it could, well, not for them. Uh, I don't mean to say for them because you want to have to change for yourself, but Mm -hmm. the impact it would have on your loved ones, Mm -hmm. like no matter where you're at in life is so huge because Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I mean, I think from a perspective of a loved one too, it's like if you are close to someone that has an addiction, you don't realize like, your thought process is like on the other side is like, how can someone not see that this affects me or that this hurts me or that this hurts my family? Mm -hmm. How can someone not see that? Whereas someone with the, with the addiction just only sees the addiction. I'm just writing down notes. No, that's okay. And only sees what like they're getting out of it side of thing. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. they can only see that aspect and it's like nothing else in the world matters until they get that fix. And I think that that is, so important like you said once you realize it and like the light switch goes off and then you're you like kind of see the light type thing Mm -hmm. you notice a huge difference so i think that it's it's okay if it takes longer in life i don't think that that that's something to be ashamed of no there's nothing wrong i mean i thought i was late yeah i was like it's i was like i'm 20 i don't know 26 27 i was Mm -hmm. like i'm so old (laughs) Like, yeah. I, like I probably have a whole bunch of people laugh, but mm-hmm. it's like, I'm so old. Like, you know what's crazy too worth. is like, if you ever watch videos or um, you listen to people talk about addiction, I think that something that is very common for a lot of people, but not everybody's in this category, but a lot of people, something stems from like a childhood trauma or something that they faced early on in life. It doesn't necessarily yeah, have yeah, to be no, like family related, but something that they struggled with that just kind of like molded the way your brain yeah, it operates. molded their brain, and then yeah. it like just I think it took to over with, your entire life. I think it's the flight or fight mm-hmm. mechanism of our brains, where it's like if you have a trauma in your mm-hmm. early childhood, like you choose to fight or flight, and then like what stems off of the flight mm-hmm. or the fight is you know a certain 
characteristic or, mm-hmm. you know, mental thing that yeah. is a like natural mm-hmm. reaction to, you know, like whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I think it, I, I, I don't know, like I could be wrong. I've, I've never looked into it, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, like that's like, that's kind of what it was for me. Um, but yeah, I had like one more thing that I was going to talk about with addiction. I didn't know what, it, I forget what it was. I feel like this is such a good week to chat because this is such an important topic, but like my brain feels like mush today. I'm like, oh, I'm like looking. Mine is no, too, I'm, not that I don't want to talk. I'm just looking at you. My eyes are going cross. <laughs> like the lights are shining both ways and I just feel like I'm in another universe. <laughs> I think I'm just a little bit tired or something, but no, I'm I think that that's, this is a really good topic just to touch on. I mean, you don't have to go into a lot of detail. I think what you covered and, you know, the way that it shifted in your life is really important. And if it touches one person, I think yeah. that that's just a great goal or mentality to have. But yeah. And if I th- you, I mean, if you're out there listening and you know, you're, you're having a hard time, you can reach out to me on Instagram. That's like probably the best way. Um, you know, like go into my DM and if you need to ask me questions or if you want to know more or understand more, like you can definitely ask me questions. I would love to help you or just give you advice or, um, I don't know, just like encourage you to, keep on pushing and, you know, like looking for a better version of yourself. So I'll link that and yeah, I'd be happy to help you. Yeah, no, I think that that ties into like the second portion of what we wanted to discuss. I mean, we kind of touched on it earlier about once and once and can't (laughs) we kind of touched on it earlier about (laughs) social media and what you see on a daily basis online. And I think that a lot of people in relationships more so probably like when you're dating, I mean, I'm sure that people, um, when they're, Sorry, and I mean to interrupt he, you. He's done that since he's, he was a puppy, though. He buries his face. His head in between the cushions. Oh. <laughs> but okay. I think that a lot Why of people. The that way? <laughs> he wants to take a nap. <laughs> Sorry. It, no, that's this okay. Is, yeah, this but is I think funny. that a lot of people, like, I mean, in relationships, you'll hear a lot of females that are like, questioning their boyfriend or even vice versa like why'd you like that picture or did you like if they scroll or they look too long or like there's always just some sort of question behind it whether they know the person or not and I feel like that is something where like there's been such a shift because I mean even when I was in high school like the things that you would post on social media was like a sunset (laughs) or like you'd post like your Instagram pictures or your Facebook pictures were so different than they are now once once things were able to be monetized, that's when everything. Oh changed. my gosh, yeah, and we Once say you that can too. Make money from doing it, mm-hmm. people will always pick the path of least resistance. And what's the path of least resistance is, you know, selling your body. I I mm-hmm. guess, and I don't know. It, it's it's, you know, like people want to make money quick, and mm-hmm. I have my opinions. That's my opinion, but. Yeah, once things were were able to be monetized, that's when everything changed. Mm-hmm. What's so funny, too, because when I was in high school, I remember, or even middle school, I remember going to Abercrombie and Abercrombie and Fitch with my grandma. She would Shout always out take to Chelsea us. working at Abercrombie. Hey, wasn't that her first job? <laughs> you know who you were. Yeah. Or are. Or, you know where you worked. <laughs> you know, and you used to spray the perfume and, yeah. and light that place oh, up. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but I remember when my grandma would take me in there and she was just mortified at the fact that like one, she was, she couldn't take the smell. Like as soon as you walked in the doors, it was just like an overall cloud of just like cologne and perfume that you're overwhelmed yeah. by. But then not only that, but the ripped jeans, she would never, she would always say, I'm not going to spend the money for jeans that have holes in them and then she would see the length of the skirt it's like the classic like mom or grandma thing to oh say. my gosh we would go in there and then we'd would jeans we would we would just make a u-turn and then she'd take us to libby lou and it was a store in the mall <laughs> where <laughs> libby lou? I can't even, that and limited that. too she would always take oh us to gosh, these limited too. and she would make us get like these Holy. like almost like velour tracksuits like the juicy ones and that was like what she would buy us but it was so funny like the best way to describe that is like we were wearing like hannah montana clothes like it was like the skirt with like the sequiny i didn't know you back then (laughs) but it's just so funny to think because now like 
what you see advertised and what people wear and what they sell is just like, I mean, what, what was that? Our one friends or who was it? We saw, um, oh, it was my sister. She babysits this one family and the oldest son is in high school and they went to homecoming and, and all of the girls dresses were like to their oh hooch. Gosh, yeah. And I was just like, oh my God, I couldn't believe that these girls were in ninth grade. I remember when I was in ninth grade, I'm pretty sure my dress was like to my knees and it, I didn't like even a, talk to like a wedding gown. I didn't even talk to my date. I was so nervous. I remember going to homecoming and his mom worked at the school and <laughs> she like hated me ever since then because I didn't talk to her son. I just like kind of stood on the opposite end of the gymnasium because I was so shy. I remember like being around boys. I was just always like, I was just nervous. nervous remember when we, like that's when you nervous. met me too. Remember? And I yeah. didn't, I didn't eat anything didn't eat or speak. <laughs> I don't know how we even But you would always say, you were like, oh, you're just such a nice person. You're just so funny. Like, I know who you are. And I'm like, how? I'm like, how? I don't even know. A little bit more. (laughs) Yeah. Like, maybe I asked your brother and he said you were nice. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. I don't know if he (laughs) said that. Oh, my God. Tanner used to be so protective in high school. This is so, this is getting so off topic. But I remember that when we were in high school and there would be like certain people trying to talk to me, like certain guys, and he didn't want them talking to me. And I remember if I had their number saved on my phone, he one time took my phone and deleted all of my contacts off my phone. (laughs) I remember that. And I was so upset. And he was like, you have a good older brother. He was like, you deserve it. Or I forget what he said, but I mean, he was always watching out for me. And that was so nice. He's so, he's so caring and wants, like, he's so protective yeah, of his is. sister. So I think that that's so sweet. But I just remember being so upset. Like, why would you do this? But I mean, that's off topic. Anyway, just yeah. kind of like wraps up dating when we were younger and what dating's like now. I feel like now, which is actually crazy. It goes with the whole, like, the whole thing that you said where sex sells, like how many people do you know? I guarantee like 90% or I don't know, that's probably high, but nowadays people have sex or hook up before they're dating or even go on a date. Yeah. Just have like one it's, stands. it's yeah. insane to me. Yeah, like, really I don't think, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean on that podcast that I watched the, it's, they were just like, yeah, we hook up with two, with like three guys a week. And it's just like the norm. It's not mm-hmm. like they think you're weird mm-hmm. if you don't hook up with yeah. guys or girls like, and then, on a weekly basis. Yeah. And then they're like, I, I mean, don't it know. It is LA, but. No, I, I think that that's worldwide. Yeah, that's yeah. everywhere. But I Which think that. Like a, not, it's like not a fun way to live because it's almost like that, you know, adrenaline rush, a dopamine hit of like, say, alcohol or drugs that mm-hmm. like you just get that like really quick fix Mm -hmm. and then you're off to the next in order to match that or you know make it more intense like the next Mm -hmm. time and it's just a it's extremely extremely dangerous in Mm -hmm. my opinion because i don't know i just equate that to alcohol drugs or just anything that's not no i think but the the sad thing about it too is like once you're in that like kids or you know even like people I would say even like going to college because that's like the hookup culture but I feel like once you like transition out of that you have people that are like I want to settle down or why can't I find someone that treats me this way or Mm -hmm. you know because maybe the way you grew up or I hope you grew up this way you have parents or you know you have a dad or a mom that think the world of you and treat you like you're a princess and they tell you that you're so great and you deserve yeah, yeah, and you deserve to be treated a certain way. So then your standards, their standards for you are very high, which yours should be as well. But I think it changes that shift because it's like, okay, you're settling for less because it's such a quick hookup and you're not getting what you deserve in a relationship. And then when you do yeah. want it, you're not understanding. And sometimes I feel like that's why people get bored and switch so quick onto like a new relationship because they're like, it wasn't immediately what they wanted because that's what they were used to, like getting yeah, it right it away. But yeah, I think that that's definitely a thing that not probably actually why a lot of people don't stay together anymore because I feel like it is a lot of work. I mean, there's definitely other scenarios too where, you know, people get divorced for so many reasons, but I think that mm-hmm. that comes up so often. But it, it's honestly just sad to think about how things have changed. 
from where we were to where we are now. I mean, yeah. for us to both say that our parents are still married and both going on over 30 years of marriage, I think that that is something to be proud of because not a yeah. lot of people can say that about yeah, their parents. And like yeah, and I think it definitely makes a difference too. like growing up and having your family together as like a unit the support that you have of a family. I mean, not saying you can't get that support if your families or your parents are divorced, but it just, it's just so different, the interactions that you have. Yeah. And I don't know. I think my advice is if you, you know, if you don't come from a family like that, you can go find individuals or find a family mm -hmm. that you want to look up to and like, yeah. you would want to emulate. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and yeah, like not make to, that example. Not to interrupt you, know, you but um, I used to watch this. It wasn't really a podcast. It was more of like a TED Talk type thing. And it was that pastor who talked about breaking the cycle of what your previous, mm -hmm. li like what your parents did versus where what the outcome is that you want to have for your own family. And I think that that Actually, probably I'm going to tie that into everything before we move on. I think whether that be addiction, whether that be family life, relationships, whatever it is, I think that the biggest takeaway is you can break the cycle and you can change. You can write your own story. That is so important, yeah. no matter what it is. Maybe you grew up in a household oh, where, you know, you saw, you know, things happen where that shaped you a certain way or made you think a different way or whatever the case may be. But mm -hmm. you can rewrite that story and have a different future for yourself and i think mm -hmm. that that's yeah, such a good cool takeaway to have yeah like yeah. and you can make it your life you i mean you get married and you, yeah if you have kids you, you know and you can be a great role model for your kids if you have them i mean yeah. i think that that's such a great thing to have like you want to your kids always want to feel like you love them and that they're the greatest thing on the earth and i think that when you rewrite the story, if you're able to do that and have such a positive outlook on life, whatever that is, I think that there only everybody around you benefits from it. Like there's no negative yeah. takeaway from that. And I mean, the one thing that I've learned is that like people are watching you, mm -hmm. whether that's your family, whether that's your friends, when you, when you don't think they are, like they're watching mm -hmm. you and you know, in a way they're rooting for you, but they're watching you and it's almost like they're just like they're rooting for you because mm -hmm. they know that you can do better. Yeah. So, you know, it's a good, cause like there's always going to be people watching you and mm -hmm. you know, what's a better reward than showing the people who are watching you that like you can do better than what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's, and you never know who, like who you can inspire change or make their life, you know, even the slightest better mm -hmm. in any way. Um, yeah, it's just extremely rewarding. Um, yeah, so, yeah. I wish I could remember that NF song. That, cause, You'll remember it as soon as we leave. Yeah, 100%. Like, <laughs> the yeah, but, but, yeah, other than that, I think the two things that we're most excited for that we mentioned at the very beginning yeah, of the podcast out, was round, round we're excited out. about seeing our wedding venue we're doing we're food yep. testing we've, we're seeing we're going to be leaving a couple hours after this, this is, is yeah so we will be seeing that we'll keep you guys updated with what we think of our venue i'm sure there's yeah. no going back now so we'll take some video no i'm just kidding we'll i'm sure we'll love it. We'll show it yeah in the next video and then um the biggest surprise well not surprise or the thing that we're looking forward to while oh, we're away oh my gosh, is yeah. the show that's coming out and that is love is blind season love four is, it's so good <laughs> we are addicted to it i feel like every time it comes on we just get like roped into or like so invested in who's gonna so end up with good. who it's just so interesting to me like how they pick each other i mean I feel like when you watch them, you're like, okay, maybe so and so would click, but you don't know. But then once they get to the engagement portion and after, so what like the, the show is just in a nutshell is there um, are men and women who like they go into these pods one on one, and there's a barrier in between. You can only hear the other person. So you go uh, on air quotes like on a date mm -hmm. with. Is it everyone? Like to all the men and all the women? Yeah. Date they each start other? out and then I think that they have like a notepad and they write their top oh, choices. Yes, so then they start to narrow it down yes, who so they date. want to have a relationship with. Yes. Until yes. it gets to the end. But you yes, can't so you see date. them until one of you proposes. Yeah. So you and have then to you propose get to meet the person. 
without ever seeing mm-hmm. the other person. Um, so it's a really interesting show. And then, you know, after that, it's like, I'll let your minds go from there. But it's a really good show. Um, yeah. So not really into those if shows, you haven't watched it, I'd recommend watching that. I mean, you're not missing anything if you start with season four, but you'll want to go back and watch <laughs> season one, two, and three. Yeah, if watch you one. Haven't. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's good. There are some characters mm-hmm. in that show. What's well, crazy, too, because some of them are still married. I mean, I keep up with some yeah, of them, some and it's interesting married. to hear. I mean, Very I think I think overall the idea of the show is great. I mean, I yeah. think that you cut a lot of the shit out when you just ask the question yeah. straight up. I think a lot of people dance around a lot of things nowadays, too. So yeah. they just, yeah. like, straight up ask, you know, what are your views on this or what do you want in life? And I think that just forces you to have a conversation and communicate with someone, so... I like the premise of the show. I yeah. I could I could watch it like religiously forever. So yeah, no, I could too. I'm really looking forward to the season. It's gonna be really good. Yeah. Plus, we're away. We'll just, it'll be. I know we'll have something to watch. Maybe yeah. we'll maybe we'll get it a nice little snack and watch it from the bedroom. Yeah. But other than that, I think that wraps it up. Do you have any other closing thoughts, comments? Just trying to think. I mean, I made some notes to. Um, I think no. I think that's it. I think yeah. So again, if you're, I mean, if you listen to all that and you you want to reach out to me or Paris, our our Instagrams will be linked. So if you ever like, if you want like my perspective from an addict or from you know one like hers, where it's like she's been with an addict for all these years, mm-hmm. um, how to kind of manage it and work through the hard times, then you can reach out to her. But yeah, I mean, my DMs are open for advice. So, yeah, so uh, if you want to reach out, please reach out. I'd be more than happy to talk to you. Um, yeah, so. Oh, and then the last thing is you wanted to say something about your mom? Oh, yeah. Shout out to my mom because <laughs> on Instagram, the previous episode was about why we named the podcast what we did. And it was the closest guest. And. My mom was the closest, and she I, I did not give her any hints, nothing. It was just random. Um, it was a really good guess. You were very close. So this side of heaven, we already explained it, but she guessed something about our love for each other and mm-hmm. in a way that, like, this is our love for each other. Like, we just talk about things that we would normally talk about mm-hmm. as almost a married couple. So shout out to you, mom. Great work. <laughs> I expect you to win the next one. Make it two in a row. <laughs> I would love to see it. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know if I, if I came out off as like nonchalant tonight. I was just a little tired and um, I really thought that I was going to cry whenever I was going to talk about it. But No, I think you're in such a good place that yeah, you can no. openly talk about it, that you're confident in yourself. Yeah, I think it's I think honestly amazing. Because I in like one really short last thing is that like I've, I had, I had regrets and that's what would make me cry. Mm-hmm. But it's once you do, once you do get to that other side, or like you make positive progress, you realize that you've like almost you you almost started a new life. Mm-hmm. So it's like like you put those things behind you, and like you learn from them. But like you just keep going forward, and every day is progress. Like every minute, mm-hmm. every hour every day, week, year, um, like you make progress. So yeah, like I, I really thought I was going to cry, but Winston's I, up and he said, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. He's up. <laughs> he's like, I'm ready to go home and go to sleep. He's past my bedtime, buddies. But, yeah. Next, I don't know. Next week we would, it would be so cool if one of you guys would, one of you guys would just get involved. Just one person. I don't know if you want to ask us a question or if, you guys need me to put a poll out on our Instagram or I have no idea, but it would be so cool to get one of you guys involved where like, if you leave a comment on YouTube of like, Oh, I'd like to, or I would like you to elaborate more than on that or a video idea for like us to talk about. It'd be so cool if you guys, if just one of you guys, you know, please don't be shy. We, we won't be too critical on you (laughs) only just a little bit no we're not critical no we're not at all (laughs) but yeah so yeah we're looking forward to next week and we'll see you when we get home from wilmington north carolina 
Until next time. Until next time. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Like, comment, subscribe, share, <laughs> follow, everything. That'd be great. Winston, he says, I demand it. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Sounds good. Love you all. Bye. Bye.